Hey, 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 as we know, life is full of surprises, both good and bad, and the day-to-day journey is full of unforeseen obstacles, and sometimes it's hard to see our way through. Beyond the norm and mundane are where unscripted dreams live. Join us for thought-provoking discussions and interviews to help us navigate through the fog while we create our own path. We are the Unscripted Dream Podcast, operating outside the margins to motivate and inspire our audience. So um, today's episode consists of, you know, real life, you know, real life is a scam. <laughs> I know you guys are probably like, what? Um, but I'm going to let uh, Marcus kickstart this one off. All right. So I just want to share the origin where I thought, like, I, I it's not an original idea, but I was on Twitter. Well, then this guy, <laughs> this guy had this tweet. He was kind of, uh, he was sharing. He pretty much, his boss yelled at him over some stupid, like, something silly. And I think to him, he just kind of processed it. And he was like, he was like, real life is a scam, right? Trying to, like, I think what I kind of took away from that, because this was like in a, uh, like, um, crypto Twitter. If you're not familiar with crypto Twitter is, there's this whole universe of just where we just, it's just all crypto on Twitter. That's it. It's like its own little, its own little world. But he was talking about it just in like, in reference, you know, to like investing. But, but also, I think, we was trying to say is that probably when he got because we have these um when we're growing up, I think you kind of have these aspirations or just I don't even think they're I don't even think they're aspirations. You just it's kind of instilled in you that you're gonna go out here and work. And and it's like, well, when you get out there, you start working. Like, man, what the heck is this? Like once you start working, because this is not what like we kind of see, I think like <laughs> All right, before I go into that, Joe, what do you think about that? What, what, what I just kind of talked about before I start going into stuff. I mean, I really don't have much to say. I was just going, I mean, I pretty much agree with you, man, to a certain extent. You know, the crypto stuff, of course, I'm familiar with it as far as it being a, a pretty much a, it's almost like a Reddit if for people that know what Reddit is. Yeah. So it's like a community-based thing um, where everyone has conversation or whatever it's just a blog i guess so to speak um but you know like as far as like real life is a scam like i i mean i, I kind of agree like <laughs> you're thinking it's one thing and it's totally not what it is once you actually get into the thick of it you know like for me growing up um you know i couldn't wait to start working and i've said that numerous times i couldn't wait to getting to the next step of my life i was that kid like hey I'm in grade school. I can't wait till I get to middle school. It's so much more fun. I can't wait to get to high school. Yeah, man, they got chicks there. You know, they all fully developed. <laughs> I mean, in my mind at that time, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know one trying to R. Kelly me, but at that time, me looking up to the future, you know, me looking at it, it was like, oh, man, yeah, that's where all the good looking chicks are, blah, blah, blah. Then when you get to high school, you're just like, this ain't it. What about college? That's the way to go. Like, that's great, man. Then you get to college and you're like, man, this is some bull. Like, <laughs> let me get to the real thing. You get to the real thing and you're just like, damn, I kind of want to backtrack now. <laughs> so, yeah, man, um, I totally agree. Like, once you get there, like, be careful what you ask for because you ju- you're going to get it. And when you get it, <laughs> just make sure that you really enjoy it. In most cases, when you were that person that wish you were at that next stage of your life. Then you look back and you're like, dang, man, I had so much fun leading up to this. This ain't fun. And that's just how it goes. 
Yeah, I remember. So my dad would always talk to me when I was uh when I was younger. I don't know what the heck he was talking about. Um, <laughs> but he would always tell me he's like, yeah, college. He's like, college were the best, like some of the best years of his life. But he would tell me this. He had like keep in mind, like my brother six years older than me, so he would like he he would kind of be talking to both of us. Like he's talking to my brother, then he's talking to me. So it's like I'm I'm like ten years old getting this like old person game. I can't like understand, but he's really he's talking to my brother when he's talking to both of us um, at the same time. And then when I kind of get older, he will always, I remember he would just say this a lot. He would always just kind of reminisce about it too. Like he would say that. And then now as I've gotten older and I went to college and all this stuff. And then like you were saying, Joe, you're like, man, you wish you could go back. I'm like, yeah, those were like some special, like some special years when you look at it because it's, it's like such an awkward way. time in life. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's just this transition. It's like this transition phase. But for a lot of us, because of the way, um, I think because of the way college is set up. And then for most, I know there's some people like when you're younger, you had a lot of responsibility put on you before you were an adult. Like I'm, I'm not, like I'm not lost on that. Joe isn't lost on that either. But, but, uh, but I think that for a lot of us, the real weight of when you don't pay bills, like my dad used to get on me all the time, like all the time he would say, and I'm like that now too. I'll be turning lights off, but he was like, boy, cut these lights off and all the stuff. So like whenever I left the lights on or anything like that, um, or never I complained too, man, he checked me, like he checked me a lot. And it was is <laughs> like, as I get older, it's like, yeah, it makes sense. Like I understand why he did probably 95% of the stuff he did. It like makes a hundred percent sense to me now. And it's like a hundred percent justified to me. Uh, but, but, um, Hey man, I, you, I I used to get that too, man. Yeah, you know, like my so, pops would be like, "Hey, like, you know, did you pay on this? Blah blah blah. I don't think so. So cut it off, like all yeah. of it." Yeah, bro, you getting this free? Look, bro, out here getting free room and board. He paying for nothing. Like you not, you not paying for anything. You not dealing with the stress, like, like just the stress. Uh, like because for a good deal of me growing up, like I was raised by a single parent, so it's it's like it's different. And then when you start to like, and then I look at like when I'm living on my own and it's just me, like it's just me living by myself. And I'm thinking like, man, these, like, it's hard to pay this rent. Like it's hard to pay this rent, make this money and do all this other stuff. It's like, man, this stuff ain't cool. Like I'm sitting here like, and then I look at like how my parents do and all this stuff and how like my dad for a good portion, like when it's just him and you got a kid, like I don't have kids. So it's like, man, like how you make that work, you know? And it's, it's a, it's one of those things and then you see like like my parents and then just watching them like come home from work like i can't really tell you a time where i saw my parents come home from work and they were thrilled about their day i've never seen the excitement at all i can recall so it was like bills in the mailbox like i remember like seeing you know growing up seeing my dad like he would he was like yeah you go check the mailbox like he was never excited about going to the mailbox and i'm not either as an adult, because it's bills, it's bills, or somebody wants something from you, so it's nothing like we kind of you get this idea, like you were saying, Joe, that the next level you think the next level is great, but when you get there, it's just a weight like a weight of responsibility to kind of uh to just maintain, maintain in the world, and it's uh it ain't really that enjoyable if you don't have things planned out, but yeah, I'll shoot man. it back over to you. It's a it's a gimmick, that's for sure. Um, it's definitely a gimmick, man. Um, I would say that I wasn't necessarily mad or upset once I got to that next stage. 
because I mean, there is a significant amount of happiness once you reach that stage because you're like, yes, like it's a rites of passage through sure. life. So, you know, of course you're happy to get into that next step. But when you start realizing that your responsibilities and are a lot more, um, you just have a lot more overall responsibilities and a lot more to take in consideration, you know, you start to realize like, oh man, this really ain't a game. Like once you get to that certain stage, like for example, when I was in school, like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have to worry about certain things. Like I didn't have to worry about um, the repercussions of certain things I did. But when I was living on my own, you know, all that stuff changed. Like, hey, your parents ain't gonna help you get, get you out of this. Who gonna help you? You ain't got no brother. You ain't got no sister. You know what I'm saying? You are your own buddy. So, so you know, you learn real quick. Um, you know, you might have a few uh, pitfalls here, but, you know, you climb out of them and you keep it moving. So, like, I can, like, just kind of going back in time here as we make that transition, like, you kind of make that transition into adulthood. Uh, and I remember, like, as we have, like, as we kind of have all these responsibilities, and it just becomes normal. Like, it's just part, it's just, like, how we live, you know? And, and I'm thinking about, like, how I was, like, you sit there, you're promoted, you're in lead, leadership, you're running things, and it just gets stressful. Like, these jobs, stressful, stressful. Especially if your job doesn't pay you enough to cover, like, your living expenses the way you want them to be covered, and you're sitting there, like, worried about money and, like, all that stuff, but but I can remember, like, I was working my job, like, working this job. I was the boss, and I needed to take, like, there's a difference between taking a vacation where your job is, like, your job is your job, and you just like, oh, I'm just going to take some day, like, some time off to go somewhere. And then there's a, there, what the other vacation is, is a vacation where you like, I need to take a week off or something bad is going to happen. That was the vacation that I took was like, I need to take a week off, mandatory. It's not even for fun. Like, I just need to be away for a week. You know, and I took that, and I had uh, took this vacation. And it was a staycation, too. I, I didn't go anywhere, you know? And I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, I'm sitting here, like, living in this apartment. I got a roommate because I can't afford, like, by myself, I can't afford to stay somewhere really nice. But I'm, like, running this operation. But I don't have enough money to live by myself, like by myself in a place that's comfortable. Because when I did live by myself, I had all these bad neighbors because I was in some place that was, I think my rent was like 700 a month, but it was just me. But that was like a big piece of my income. Like when you start to think about car payment, like all this other stuff, student loan payment, like all that stuff added up. So, you know, I started to think to myself, like the only way I'm going to live somewhere where I don't have to deal with at least like a like all this nonsense, like I probably have to get a roommate just to share some of these costs, but then I'll get somewhere that's a little bit nicer. So then you start to keep in mind, like, oh, so I did this on the college, you know, all this stuff kind of job, running this, running this thing and still don't make enough to live by myself and have all these bills and have all this debt stuff that's kind of weighs on you. Um, and then as I sat there on this staycation, like the staycation, then I took just sitting in, just sitting in this like room, like it's almost like in college, you got roommates, all this other stuff. It's like it's independence, but it's different. It looks different. Um, and the, the the grind is a little different. And then I just really I remember that's the first time I kind of really sat there and I thought, I was like, man, I sat here and did all this work, and this is what 
Like I can't even go somewhere that I want to go. I sit in my sit in my room in this apartment and just play video games and I can afford to go to the movies a couple times that week and that's it. And it's like, man, this is not really like this ain't what I thought it was gonna be. And that was the first time I kind of thought to myself, like, this is crazy. I'm out here grinding. And this is what I have, you know. So um but Joe, was there ever a moment like what's your I guess is there a moment? Like, I don't even know if you kind of agree with the concept, but but was there a moment where you was like, hey, this this ain't what I thought it was, man. Um, um you know what? That's really hard for me to say. Cause I agree with you as far as like it's definitely not what I thought it was, but I also didn't look too far into it. Cause once I identified and realized like, hey, this is a totally new experience that kind of went out the window for me just because it was like, I was too busy trying to keep up, you know, cause you know, I already had my hands full prior to going to the next stage, so to speak. So once I really hit the next stage, I really didn't even have time to even think like that until like, I finally got comfortable with that a lifestyle. And that took me years to be honest with you. Cause that first year, you know, you run amok, you run crazy because you're just too excited about everything. A second year, you think you're running stuff when you're really not because <laughs> you got a little bit of a routine going on. You figure, you know, you get some um, cushion under your feet, so to speak, but there's still a lot of hard lessons to learn. So I say about that fourth year, fifth year, or so third year, whichever year, um, um, you know, it, it takes a minute. Um, I have a ruling myself where, you know, if I'm putting in a new situation, whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a, a lifestyle, whether it's whatever it is that I'm involved in, I always say that I have to at least deal with this or experience this uh, at least two, two to two and a half years. And I, I, I say this why, because most times that first year you're experiencing it, but you really don't take a deep dive until probably after that first year. And after that first year, you know what I'm saying? Even though you're starting to learn your environment or the situation or whatever's going on, you know, there's still a lot that you have not seen. You Opportunity hasn't presented itself where you've been put through the most extreme situations possible. Um, and that's the reason why I give myself two to two and a half years for any experience before I jump ship or move on to something else just because you don't see all the, you don't see everything, right? Everything's not uh, visible in front of you at that point, because one, you don't know where to look. Two and a half years, that's a long time. Yeah. I'm out, I'm out. Seven days, gone, if it don't work out, no, but, but that's quite, I guess, that's a long time, that's a, that's a long time. It doesn't apply to every situation, but as far okay. as like moving to like the next step, so that's going to be something you're going to spend some significant amount of time in. So like if you're going to college, give it a try for a couple of years so you can really get something down or under your belt. If you're in a relationship, give it a try. If obviously this person is obedient towards your hard nose or they're tolerable, you know what I'm saying? And you can really make a valid decision on what you want to do from there. But I'm just saying anything you're involved with and anything that you got going on in your life that you've been dealing with long term give it at least two or two and a half years before you actually make some hard decisions or some like 
tough decisions. Like say you move to all the way from Michigan and you move all the way out to California, right? I would give it two to two and a half years. Some people would give it less, but I would at least give it that because maybe things started off bad and you need some turnaround time because, you know, some things might really be happening for you, you know, or vice versa. You come out there, everything is great. <laughs> and then all of a sudden shit goes bad. Um, so, you know, that's just my golden rule, man. I give everything a little bit of time just so I can let, I, I literally just let things play out for themselves. Yeah, that's, that's conditional. I think it's conditional just because you know, two and a half years is a long time. So <laughs> I think that's, I think that's a, that's case by case. Yes, case it by, is. Case by case. We got to look at red flags. Yeah. Especially when we talk about relationships. Yeah. Red flag. You'd be done in a week. Gone. I'm out. I'm the ghost. Listen, it's, I think, I think one of the things that's important, um, like, Okay, well, I think time is part. I mean, time is part of the most valuable resource you have. Yes. And I think that if you combine, I say it's conditional. So, um, I think if you combine experience, you know, and you know, some of like a little bit of insight, you know, what's going on, you can kind of realize when things are going poorly, you know, quickly, and you can spare yourself. Um, you can kind of spare yourself some of that. But I'm like, you know, I'm like a red flags person, like you know three of you out if I see something super sketch one and done and I'm I'm out of there but I think it's all about just experience like your life experience will kind of lead you to kind of figuring stuff out you can kind of know if something is I think the more you kind of uh, the more you kind of know yourself the quicker you're able to identify if something is a good fit or not because you can you can condition yourself to process information and experiences uh Quickly, I'm definitely doing that. Wait till we do these South Carolina Chronicles. Wait, <laughs> wait. Uh, but, but, uh, but absolutely, man. You know, I'm just gonna piggyback off quickly what you said before we shift. Um, like I was saying, man. Uh, you know, where you were just speaking on just like the whole experience factor. Of course, obviously, if you've experienced something, obviously you're not gonna be locked in for two and two and a half years because you obviously know what it is. This is for people that are completely like new, you know what I'm saying? Like this is a new experience for you. You've never experienced this. Like that, that's where that ruling applies. It doesn't apply to something you've already experienced because now you sound young. So, so, so yeah, it's all like it based on like, is this an experience you've had before? If not, then I would probably plug in with that uh, ruling factor there. It just sometimes, like I said, very conditional on this one, but it's giving yourself enough time to experience the uh, the peaks and valleys yes. in some capacities. Yes. Very so, cautious with saying that because sometimes you just need to get out and keep it moving. Now, I'm trying to think of like a place where I went and I immediately knew I needed to leave. I walked, there's some places I walked in and I walked out. I was like, nah, nah. If you walk into a restaurant and some food fly past your face and somebody yelling at somebody else, it's time to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's time to get out when, when chicken wings are flying across your face and people are arguing, man. It's, it's, it's time to get up out of here, you know? So, but uh, now I guess, one thing I kind of close on this is that when we, you know, we kind of look at the concept, we start thinking about real, real life to scan. It's about thinking about what life do you envision? Like as you're younger and you get older, what, what was the life that you envision for yourself? And what is your life right now in this very moment? 
And is it what you is it what you imagine, or is it far from what you had what your expectation was? And a lot of us, I think, ninety eight percent of us work out of necessity. And a good thing to ask yourself is, would you work the job that you're working if you didn't absolutely have to work? And if you're working out of necessity, what happens to your life? How does your life change if you're able to work out of an abundance versus necessity? How would that change your life? And are you in a position to have an opportunity to work out of abundance versus working out of necessity? And I'd like to figure that out. So I'm shooting my shot. But no way, I said this before, no way I'm working till 65. What's the point? Why? Um, but uh, <laughs> but life, as far as the concept of this episode, on the other side of the scam <laughs> that maybe you found yourself in, if you can get on the other side of that, you find maybe find something that's a little bit more fruitful, something that you're able to enjoy. And once you're sitting there at your desk, maybe you're sitting in your cubicle, Maybe you're sitting at that, like standing up at that cash register for hours, working in that kitchen, doing something like housekeeping, like a, a cleaner at a hotel or, or something. And you just realize like, this is not the life that you want. It's not the life you envision. So then it's time to start working toward having a life that you can actually enjoy. You know, I think the first thing is just identify, like I said, just, just identifying what that is and, you know, empowering yourself and giving yourself permission to take things to another level so you can kind of turn the chapter in your life. But that takes hard work. You got to execute. And we got so much uh, so much information in these episodes for you to be able to kind of pull and kind of create a game plan for yourself. But uh, my close on that, Joe. It ain't over till it's over, man. So with that being said, um, always strive for the best. Always stay hopeful. Um, know the difference between hopium and being hopeful. So be realistic about the things you're hopeful for. Um, you know, you got to be reasonable and don't be afraid to take action, man. You know what I'm saying? Don't let somebody put your life in their hands. If you got someone that's got your life in their hands or your life in their hands, then you've already lost. So um, take that in consideration, man. Do you want somebody to run you or would you rather be more in control of your life? Um, so that's something to consider. But, you know, real life is a scam uh, <laughs> based off of the dreams and aspirations from a kid um, looking out to the future. So, you know, um, the, there's some disappointments, but there was also some great rewards regarding um, get to those next levels uh through the rites of passage of however you lived your life i know i can say that um hopefully you can say the same so the good does outweigh the bad when i think about it so that's it man uh take care be safe check us out on uh tiktok unscripted dreams um or you know check out our website unscripteddreams.com uh, feel free to interact with those platforms uh, and get at us man later
Yeah, I'm stoned.